Welcome to the I'm Done Apologizing podcast, where we're creating a community of women who advocate and empower. I'm Michelle, and I'm so glad you're joining me. This week, we're going to talk about work-life negotiation. That's different than work-life balance, and it's important to understand the difference between the two, and especially as women, to understand that everything is negotiable. So if you're interested in this topic, stick around. For most of my career, I have entertained the thought of work-life balance. And in a career field where working more than 40 hours a week is common and normal, where being on call or having evening working commitments is common and normal, trying to strive for work-life balance can always be challenging and felt like this target that I was trying to hit that was never really attainable. And someone introduced to me the idea of work-life negotiation. And so for several years, I have been exploring the idea of what work-life negotiation is, could be, and should be in my life. So I thought that it was time to share a little bit with you all around the differences between, at least from my vantage point, the differences between work-life balance and work-life negotiation. So I went to the interwebs, one of my favorite places to spend time scrolling, right, Um, and found this definition. So work-life balance is a concept including proper prioritizing between work and lifestyle. Now, that was off of Wikipedia, and I... I know full well, right, that folks can jump in and add things, but I thought that that was a really good description of work-life balance, a concept including a concept, including a proper prioritizing between work and lifestyle. And so I wanted to explore that a little bit more, right? So when we think about work-life balance, we think about it or we assume it to have equal parts. So I've got an equal amount of work and an equal amount of playtime or personal time or lifestyle time. And in order for there to be balance, one has to give, the other has to give. And assume that they're both equal so that they can balance out. In many cases, that is not true or just not favorable given your career, your chosen career, or your lifestyle, or your personal life. And so thinking more maybe about work-life negotiation, especially as we are year two in year, almost year three in the midst of a pandemic, a surging pandemic again, and looking at work from home being a more common thing in more of our fields. So the idea of work from home allows for a mental break that allows for a little bit of rejuvenation, maybe some cost savings because you have maybe some reduced parking or reduced wear and tear on your car, public transportation, less gas that you're paying, those kinds of things. So certainly lots of benefits, 
I certainly will never be mad about getting to wear leggings and an oversized hoodie for work when I work from home, right? But it is also one of those things that can quickly and sneakily become something where we're working all the time or we're working, I'm just going to go send this email real quick at eight o'clock at night or getting up early and while you're drinking your coffee and watching the Today Show or whatever morning program you might watch or podcast you listen to or whatever, sneaking out another email before you would normally log in, clock in, or send those emails. And so it's one of those things that we can sneakily come up upon us in terms of working a lot more in that work from home status. And given this pandemic, I think that there's an opportunity and for those who are able to do some work from home work or some work from wherever, elsewhere, right, sort of work, there's an opportunity to set a new norm or a new opportunity or a new path for what this work and life integration and negotiation looks like. So when you think about work-life negotiation, thinking about all the areas of your life, it doesn't just have to be family-related or activity-related. Certainly those probably come up the most, but also what about continuing your education or schooling for yourself? What about personal growth opportunities? Health and fitness and wellness fits into that work-life negotiation. Your spirituality spirituality or your religion or those all those sorts of things fit into this work-life negotiation. So uh, I'm going to give a couple tips, right? Because what is this podcast without a couple tips? I'm going to give a couple tips. And before my naysayers start saying, but I don't have any flexibility, but my boss will never go for it, but fill in whatever excuse, I said that word intentionally, fill in whatever excuse you're about to make and think about how you control your time, all the things that you have control over within maybe the confines of your expectations or your work environment or your job responsibilities, right? Like all those kinds of things. What are the things that you have control over? So maybe things like coming in later or leaving earlier. Do you have opportunities to do that? Can you shift your schedule a little bit Maybe you have bus duty in the morning for your kiddo, and so you want to come in a little bit later. Does that mean you stay a little bit longer, or maybe you take a shorter lunch break? Maybe those are possibilities or opportunities for you. Maybe you want to do a morning yoga class or, or aqua aerobics or whatever those things are. Is there an opportunity for you to come in later? And before you say no... And I know some jobs are super rigid where, you know, the school bell rings at eight o'clock or whatever those things look like. But before you say no, I need you to explore the possibility. Is there a possibility? And it might be no. No might be the answer. But is there an opportunity? Is there a possibility? Is there an ask that can be made to an employer or a supervisor or a colleague about those? Can you split your work day? Are you able to do some, a majority of your work, let's say uh, six hours of your work on site, 
and two hours in the evenings at home. Maybe after you've had a chance to have a really good dinner, go to your favorite uh, sports activity that you're involved in or participate in whatever your kids are doing or just take a mental break from work (laughs) for a little bit, have some dinner, uh, if you're a dinner person, right, like whatever, and then log back in mentally, physically, emotionally, log back into work for a couple hours in the evening. Maybe that's an opportunity or maybe it's you log in early in the morning that means you can leave earlier in the afternoon or early evening. Now, this is presumptuous, y'all. I just realized kind of my husband works second shift, so I'm using a lot of like first shift kind of language. So make this fit your life. You may not be an eight to fiver or a nine to fiver or a eight to whatever. You know, you might have a different shift. Make this fit how it works for you. Can you plan your lunches away from your desk or away from colleagues or out of your building? Can you plan for 10 to 15 minute walks in the morning and then the afternoon, right? We think about for folks who get smoke breaks. Those are the most traditional, common, maybe not as common these days, but you think about the folks who are smokers, they get their 10 minute, five minute, 10 minute smoke break. Well, for non-smokers, what's your break? What's your mental release from the day? Negotiate for a little bit of time away from the work that you're doing. And that can look like a walk. That can look like a five-minute social media break. That can look like 10 minutes reading your favorite book that you're totally into right now. Not even personal or professional development. It could be that you are able to log into your phone and watch your favorite streaming network to catch up on one of your shows that you're binge watching. Whatever those kind of mental releases are, negotiate for some of that time away from work. Are you able to make personal appointments during work? Can you use some of your time, even if it's on your personal device, your phone, your cell phone versus your office phone? Are you able to spend some time making some personal adjustments? I'm sorry, not adjustments, appointments. Can you make some adjustments to make those appointments so that you have one less thing to do? Crunch, hurry up and crunch in the morning, hurry up and crunch in the evening, take a half a day off in order to make appointments. And then maybe your employer, like mine, allows you time without having to take time in order to go fulfill like medical appointments and those kinds of things. So make sure you understand your your employer's policy. Make sure you understand the culture. Can you make some asks? If you're afraid to make some asks, first of all, go listen to last week's episode on fear, episode 36. Can you, can you make some asks if you're afraid to make those asks? Maybe ask a colleague, hey, has this ever been done before? Has this been tried? Yes, it has and not been successful. How long ago are we under new leadership for that? Right? So there are quite a few ways that you can negotiate your time. It doesn't just have to be time away from work, though certainly in a surging pandemic, time away from work may feel really good and probably is really good, 
But what are those ways that you can negotiate for some things that you want to do in your personal life or you have to do in your personal life that you can do during your work day or your business day, right? So we've only got one life to live. We've got one life to live. That's like a, isn't that like a soap opera, right? Or something like that. One day at a time. That's what it is. I don't know days of our lives. I have not watched soap operas in probably two decades at this point. But anyways, we've only got one life to live. We need to learn how to protect our sanity. We need to learn how to protect our sanity. We've got one life to live. And that happens through work-life negotiation. Yes, we spend eight hours a day, 40 hours a week, more than that in a lot of cases. At our job, those people become our most commonly seen humans in our lives most likely but that doesn't mean we have to live to work i'm going to be cliche but we are gonna work to live and we're going to negotiate and unbalance or balance our time so that we know how to work to live All right. Thanks, y'all, for coming along with this topic this week with me. Our affirmations for this week is, I'm done apologizing for asking for time for myself. I'm done apologizing for focusing on me. I'm done apologizing for living to work, for working to live. Remember, friends, if you love this podcast or even if you just like it, make sure that you like, follow, and share on all the different podcast areas that you follow on or your favorite one that you follow on. Share it with your friends. Share it with your colleagues. Share it with your frenemies. Make sure you're passing it along to those around you if you enjoy this podcast. And remember, you are fabulous. You're a badass. You've got this, and I'm here for you.